Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up guys? In this video, I'm going to be running through my start sits at the wide receiver position. So breaking down every single week nine matchup, talking about every fantasy relevant wide receiver, and then listing them as a start or a sit. There's going to be thumbnails down below for every matchup. So if you guys just want to jump around to your specific players, that's totally fine. Go ahead. All I ask is that if you guys enjoy the content, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, ring that bell so you can get notified every time I make a post. That all helps support me a ton and I would really appreciate it. And if you guys have any fantasy questions, you can drop them down below. This could be waiver wire, trade advice, start sits, anything. If you ask it down below, I will be responding to every single comment. But let's get right into the first matchup. Starting off with Thursday Night Football, we have the Jets facing off against the Colts. And for this Jets team, it's a little bit up in the air. Ever since we've gone through the QB change, we've just seen a huge emphasis on targeting the running back position and not so much the wide receivers. So I ended up going with Corey Davis as a start. This is if he is healthy. If Corey Davis is healthy, he's the only wide receiver I trust in my lineup. However, if Corey Davis is out, we saw him miss week eight. Then I would elevate Jamison Crowder to a start. We saw him play very well with Corey Davis out in week eight. So I do think, you know, if he's the number one, he can command enough volume to be a nice play. On the Colts side, this one is pretty clear to me. Michael Pittman, locked in starter. He is truly emerging as a top tier wide receiver in this league. And honestly, going into next year, he's going to be someone who's like a fringe wide receiver one. So I really love him for the rest of the season. And then I'm just sitting all these other Colts wide receivers, most notably T.Y. Hilton. We don't even know if he's going to be healthy to play, but if he is in that game, I do not want him in my lineup. Then moving on to Sunday, we have the Falcons taking on the Saints, and this is just a gross matchup from the wide receiver position. You know, unless somehow Michael Thomas returns this game, every single player is going to be a sit. With no Calvin Ridley on the Falcons, I don't trust any of these guys. Russell Gage is a sit. He was just out there getting his cardio in in week eight, did not even record a reception. Tajay Sharp played well, but I have no faith in him repeating it. On the Saints side, I'm just not interested in Callaway Smith or Deontay Harris. They're going to win games with the running backs and their defense. The quarterback is really just like a complimentary piece for them. So none of these wide receivers are going to be adequately supported. This next matchup is between the Broncos and the Cowboys. And for the Broncos, I'm actually going to list Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy both as starts. Neither of them had big games but I still think they're the clear number one and number two wide receivers in this offense. And then I'm going to be sitting Tim Patrick. He did play really well in week eight, but I still just think he's firmly behind Sutton and Judy as the wide receiver three. For the Cowboys, this one's pretty clear. You're starting Amari Cooper and you're starting CD Lamb. Both of those players are alphas and are going to continue to ball out moving forward. Patriots Panthers is up next, and I'm just going to be sitting all of these Patriots wide receivers, Jacoby Myers, Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne. Myers was always the guy that I would list as a start. He's fairly safe because he's going to command a decent amount of volume, but he just has zero ceiling. The man just cannot get into the end zone, and that floor honestly hasn't been that safe, and it's been pretty low, so he has been kind of moved down to a sit whereas in weeks past, he has been a start. So I'm not comfortable starting any Pats wide receivers. On the other side, the only player I trust is DJ Moore. I still think he's going to be a wide receiver one moving forward. They just need to figure out that quarterback situation because you saw at the beginning of the year when Darnold was playing well, DJ Moore was feasting. 
Now the team is struggling a little bit, but I still think DJ Moore is going to be just fine. Next matchup is the Vikings traveling to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. On this Vikings team, this one's pretty easy. You're starting Justin Jefferson and you're starting Adam Thielen. For the Ravens, I'm going with Marquise Brown as a start and I'm sitting Rashad Bateman and Sammy Watkins if he comes back. I really like Rashad Bateman. I just want to see him put together, you know, one more pretty productive game before I trust him in my lineups. Next matchup is a divisional game between the Browns and the Bengals. On the Browns side, I'm starting Jarvis Landry. I don't feel great about it, but it does seem like he's going to be getting the most volume out of these Browns wide receivers. Odell is really unstartable at this point, just has not been performing. He's a sit. For the Bengals, still rolling with Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. Even though Tyler Boyd had a really solid week eight game, I still think Chase and Higgins are just the clear wide receiver one and wide receiver two. In this Bills-Jaguars matchup, I'm going to be starting Stephon Diggs and Cole Beasley from the Bills. Emmanuel Sanders had a bunch of nice games in a row. Then he goes out, lays a goose egg, targeted four times, zero receptions, zero yards. So I really can't rationally list someone as a start if they put up zero points the week before. I really just can't do it. He could go out, put together a nice game. But like I said, if you record zero receptions, you cannot be a start the next week. Meanwhile, Cole Beasley balled out, was a target funnel. Stephon Diggs played well also, so those guys are starts. Sanders is a sit. For the Jaguars, I'm sitting all these guys. Jamal Agnew, Marvin Jones Jr., LaVisca Chanel Jr. I really like Marvin Jones and LaVisca as players. I mean, this Jaguars offense is just all over the place. They're going to target Jamal Agnew 10 plus times in week eight and not target Marvin Jones or LaVisca. It really just doesn't make a lot of sense. But you've got Dan Arnold there getting 10 targets. They're not feeding their best playmakers, and so you just can't trust those playmakers in your starting lineups. Then we have the Texans taking on the Dolphins, and this is a game that's probably going to be pretty gross, but I actually am just going to be starting all the wide receivers you see on this graphic. For the Texans, the only player I have here is Brandon Cooks. Maybe we get Tyrod Taylor back. That would be great for Brandon Cooks, but either way, he has still been producing. For the Dolphins, I'm starting Devonta Parker and Jalen Waddell. Parker looked great in his first game back. Plus, this is the Texans defense that has been struggling. So I think both of these wide receivers can ball out. Next game is between the Raiders and the Giants. And for the Raiders, I just keep doing this every week. Hunter Renfro is the only guy I trust. He's kind of like the Jacoby Myers, but can kind of get into the end zone. He's just so much safer than Henry Ruggs and Brian Edwards. So Renfro is the start. Ruggs and Edwards are sits. Then for this Giants team, I mean, this segment for the Giants every single week is basically unusable because we just have no idea who is going to be healthy. They go into the game with Shepard and Tony as the one and two, and then you had Pettis there as well. All three of those guys were injured at some point in the game. I don't think Shepard returned. I don't think Pettis returned. We did see Tony in there at the end, but it's just like, I don't know what to do with these guys. Basically, if Shepard is healthy or Tony is healthy, I think they could be solid starts. We'll see about Galladay. He's probably a start if one of these guys misses, but I mean, really right now, we can't predict it because there's just so much up in the air. But let's move on to Chargers-Eagles. And for this Chargers team, I'm still going with Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. I know Williams has had some down games, but I still trust him moving forward. For the Eagles, this one was tough, but I'm sitting Devonta Smith. He just hasn't had the consistency we're looking for out of him. And all of a sudden, you know, they don't run the ball the entire season with Miles Sanders as the running back. Miles Sanders goes down. 
let's run the ball you know over 30 times with Boston Scott and Jordan Howard and Kenneth Gainwell still doesn't make a ton of sense but if they're going to continue using that run heavy attack you're just not going to be able to trust a lot of these pass catchers basically except for Dallas Goddard because he does have that tight end designation this next matchup is a battle between the top tier wide receivers Packers going to Arrowhead to take on the Chiefs and I think this is pretty clear the only wide receivers I'm starting are Devontae Adams and Tyree Kill. I want those top tier wide receivers and I'm not interested in anyone else. Then we have a divisional game between the Cardinals and the 49ers. For the Cardinals, a lot of this is going to depend on Kyler Murray's health. Right now, I would anticipate him not playing in this game. And if he doesn't play in this game, the only wide receiver I want to start is DeAndre Hopkins. If Kyler somehow does play, then I'm fine starting Hopkins, Kirk, and AJ Green. Kyler really just elevates that offense, and so there's the difference. On the other side with the 49ers, this one's pretty easy. Debo's a lock in your lineup. Brandon Ayuk is a sit. Showed some flashes in week eight, but we're still just grasping at straws for a Brandon Ayuk breakout. On Sunday Night Football, we have the Titans traveling to Los Angeles to take on the Rams. And for the Titans, the only guy I want in my lineup is AJ Brown. Even if Julio Jones is back, still just not interested. Even with Derrick Henry out, I really think the only guy I can rely on this week is A.J. Brown. On the other side with the Rams, these are pretty easy. Cooper Cup putting up just an absurd wide receiver season. The man is just killing it. Him and Matthew Stafford have just been lighting it up. And then Robert Woods has also come along. He definitely doesn't have anywhere near the upside or production as Cup, but you don't need to because Cup is the clear-cut wide receiver one. Robert Woods is still a very solid weekly play. And then Van Jefferson has showed some flashes. I still just think he's the wide receiver three behind these two guys, and he is going to be a sit. Then the final game of the week, Monday Night Football, we have the Bears traveling to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers. For the Bears, I'm not trusting any of these wide receivers. I am staying away. Don't trust this passing attack, especially against a solid Steelers defense. On the other hand, with the Steelers, I feel great about Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool in my lineups. But that is going to wrap it up for my wide receiver start sits. Like I mentioned at the beginning of the video, if you enjoy the content, please hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, ring that bell so you guys can get notifications whenever I make a post. But that is going to wrap it up. If you guys want to see more like this, I already have my ring back start sits posted. I'll be going through the quarterbacks and tight ends tomorrow. Thank you guys for stopping by and I'll see you next time.